Welcome to Dare a New Belief, a place to discover what is possible for your life after the loss of a loved one, and where you will find inspiration, insight, support, and love, and hopefully a bit of laughter to help you through your day. Now, here's your host, Nada Hogan. Welcome to Dare a New Belief, where you will find light and life, love and joy, healing, faith, and hope a place where you get to believe in what is possible for your life. And today I have the great honor to have Susan Eva with me. Susan has been working with various forms of energy medicine for over 20 years, and she brings together multiple aspects for a collaborative approach to bring the mind, body, and spirit together. Along with personal life experiences of loss, grief, and divorce, Susan brings a real-life perspective to help others navigate these circumstances faster, giving rise to the life experience we truly want in celebration of our magnificence. Susan uses the principles and practices of the energy codes, along with the best treatments, bioenergetic synchronization technique, to facilitate the navigation of change. Susan, welcome, and thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Nada. Thank you so much for inviting me. It's an honor to be here. I'm looking forward to this conversation. Oh, I'm telling you, I am too. And there is so much to talk about. So we're going to dive in right away. And the very first thing, because everything that you do is around energy. And I love everything about energy because, as some people know, (laughs) everything is energy. Everything is energy. So let's talk about if we just dive in, start talking from the conscious mind and the subconscious mind and who runs the show and how can you, can you help us with that? Yes. Yes, of course. Um, we have a conscious mind and we have a subconscious mind and because we are educated and intelligent, we think that our conscious mind runs the show and it's actually the opposite for anyone who's familiar with Dr. Bruce Lipton's work. Uh, He states that pretty much 95% of what we do and who we are comes from the subconscious. And I think once we can embrace and embody that knowledge, we can understand perhaps some of the choices we make in our life. We make most of our decisions from our conscious mind thinking that they they are valid. And yet... um, uh, another piece of Dr. Bruce Lipton's work is is uh, he speaks of the fact that by the time a child is born, they're already programmed 50% with other people's beliefs. So understanding what's in our belief system, in our subconscious mind, and when you look at the first six years of a child's life particularly, uh, things happen. The child is learning how to be a human, and they make a judgments based on what their experience is, and that goes into the subconscious, and the subconscious drives the bus. So, what's in there is really important because if if there's something in there that is sabotaging us, our subconscious is going to it, its job is to keep us safe, and it uses the experiences we have and the beliefs that we have to keep us away from things that might be dangerous. Um, However, uh, we may have had a situation in the past that was not safe, but it hasn't been for 20, 30, 40 years, and it still may be giving us a charge, and it might be keeping us from living the life that we want. So Mm -hmm. once we understand that, um, we can take action to make sure that what's in our subconscious mind is actually in alignment with the life that we want to live. 
Great. Beautiful. Beautiful. I love how you explain that. And I know when I have spoken with people and said that the subconscious mind is running your show 95% of the day, no, it's not. It's me. It's like, well, <laughs> no. Right? And then there's so many examples. I mean, we know that when we've been in the shower, taking a shower, and we've gotten out of the shower and getting dressed going, did I even wash my hair or did I even wash my body because we have so many other things on our mind? And then, yeah, we did because we're so programmed to do that. That's just the subconscious mind doing it or driving a car. We went from point A to point mm -hmm. B and we don't. And everybody, I'm sure this has happened to you. Almost everyone you speak to says, yeah, that's happened to me. I don't even know how I got from here to there. Yet I was, I was operating this however many thousands of pounds a car is. It's like, come on, how can we do that? Yeah, subconscious. Exactly. And the first time you got behind the wheel of that car, you were using your conscious mind to steer and to, to press the gas and the brake because you were learning about pressure and how much. But very quickly, the subconscious picked it up. We would not be able to function if everything came from our conscious mind. So, um, so many things that we do, our, our subconscious is always, always reading a situation, and that's where everything comes from. And people, I too have encountered people who don't believe that, that it's the subconscious mind that drives the bus. However, it's unconscious. And if we give ourselves permission to realize it's unconscious because it's meant to be, that's how the system is designed. It's not wrong. Um, and the gift we can give to ourselves is, even if you're not sure that's true, what if it were? Right, right. I love that. And I want to speak into that a little bit more with you. Because that, that is so profound, being able just to pose that question, what if? And we'll, we'll swing back and, and cover that. Um, yeah, and who would have thought those two little words can literally be life-changing? And I'm, I'm not saying that um, fluffy. I mean, literally can change your life just by approaching things with that what if. But before mm -hmm. we hit that, Susan, I want to ask you about how, how do unresolved emotions affect our subconscious Creating a, dis a distorted view. Okay, that's an excellent question. <clears throat> so we, we all have emotions and we, we tend to look at emotions that are good ones and bad ones. We tend to judge them. You know, we love the emotion of love and joy and bliss. We don't like anger and frustration and that sort of thing. What happens is an emotion... <clears throat> Is, is a natural response to something that is, we've experienced in our life. And when something, particularly something dra uh, traumatic or very difficult happens, if we don't know how to deal with it, we stuff it in our body. It feels so badly, we don't want to feel it. And the body's designed, and we stuff it in and, and to a place where we don't feel it. And so... For instance, um, you know, maybe when you were a young child, two, three, four, something happened and you were expressing deep love and somehow you got shut down, whether it's by your parents or someone else that you know, it doesn't really matter. If something, if you were expressing love and you got shut down for it, that would go into your subconscious memory. It would feel awful at the time and you would go into your subconscious mind that perhaps love is not safe. So we, we grow up and we manage to get through life. We learn to manage these things again on an unconscious level. And you might find as an adult, if something like that happened, that you want to have a loving relationship. And every time you get into one, something happens and it feels like you're sabotaging it or you don't know how to show up. You start judging yourself, which just magnifies the problem. 
And um, then we begin to think we're not lovable, uh, which is totally not true. And it all goes back to perhaps one situation, one incident that happened when you were very young. And your subconscious mind remembers that that was a very painful situation. So it put the parameters in and saying, okay, loving is not safe. I'm going to keep you from that. Now, your conscious mind would say, of course loving is safe. Of course I want to love. I want to feel love. I want to be loved and I want to give love. But your subconscious mind is saying, yes, but my job is to keep you safe. And I remember how much it hurt you the last time. So when we can access our subconscious and go in and clear that interference, and again, you can't, t- you can't take a pill to do this, and many of these things we don't have any recollection of. I mean, some traumas, of course, we have a memory of, um, but there are lots of things that happen that we, that we either shut out because they were painful or we just don't remember them. But it still goes into that subconscious, so we don't even know we have an issue to deal with. All we know is that we can't find love in life. And so, you know, using the techniques um, of the energy codes that's been created by Dr. Sue Mortar, uh, and the best technique, which is the bioenergetic synchronization technique, um, that is a system that helps open the, open the, I'm going to call it the trap door between the conscious and the subconscious mind, to open it up and show that the subconscious mind that loving is safe. And it's phenomenal work and, you know, things shift without having to work hard at it. It's just the understanding of, of knowing to do that. So I hope that answers your question. Yes. Wow. I mean, and the thing that I love so much is all all of that equipment in air quotations, it lies with inside of us. We have the power to be able to to change that around. And when because it happens so often where people will say, I don't know what is wrong with me. Why do I keep making the same mistake? Or why do I keep ending up in bad relationships or bad jobs or whatever it is? And it always comes back to there's something in the subconscious where that energy is blocked. There's a there's a limiting belief, how you were speaking about with um, Dr. Bruce Lipton. I love him. I love his work. Um, mm-hmm. And when, when we can recognize that and, and know there's nothing wrong with me, there's nothing wrong with me, there's something lodged, there's some kind of information that got put in that my perception now is distorted because of that thing, and I don't even know what it is, but there's ways to get to it. In fact, and I'm not sure, I have a feeling that you know about this, but like with uh, Dr. Bruce Lipton, first time I ever heard about it was um, Psych K. Are you, are you familiar with the Psych K? I've heard of it, but I'm not that familiar with it. Okay, yeah, because I'm not. I, all I know is it's a way, it, it's kind of like a, a um, hypnotism kind of thing that you can go in and just reprogram some stuff in the subconscious mind. And I thought you could share with it because I don't, that's all I know about it. I don't know anything else. So, but it's amazing because you're not going to the doctor saying, you know, please go into my brain and remove this. These are things that we can do ourselves we have the power to be able to do that so if we were to to use the um, best technique the bioenergetic synchronization technique to remove the subconscious interferences how how do you do that because i know you are a best practitioner this is something that you do with your energy work um, and i have had the the uh um what do i want to call it amazing experience with you because so the listeners don't know that I, I usually know the majority of my um, uh, interviewees, and I say interview because I like going in. I want to find out what's happening inside of a person. So it's not the interview, but the interview. And Susan, 
Um, I met her because we're in a um, Alchemy Crystal Singing Bowl um, group with Geraldine Glass, and you had um, offered a remote best treatment, and I signed up for it, and it was the first time I had no idea what to expect, and this wave of warmth. I mean, I can't even explain what that warmth was. I'm, I'm at that age where I can have a hormonal warmth, um, but that was not it's very different, very different, and it was just amazing and I just kind of felt like I was a little floating the rest of the day so can you explain to us what that is and and how that removes the subconscious interference using the best sorry for that super long <laughs> introduction <laughs> in the past <laughs> that's that's okay thank you for those words uh, I love hearing about people's personal experience with this because it is transformational mm. uh, many people feel a shift in energy um, some people feel nothing, and a lot of that depends on how 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 prepared you are to perceive what's actually going on in your body. And the more you practice it, the more you feel it. Um, <clears throat> but what happens in the in the technique is I'm working with the energy of the body, and we are energy beings. Energy is constantly moving, and our job is to make sure that it's moving in a in a clear fashion. And when we get interference in our system. The energy can't flow quite so well. So the best technique uh, when I do that, I use muscle testing, and I go in and I ask the body, what is your priority now? You know what needs to be cleared. And, the, and I have a series of charts that I follow, and I just say, is it this, is it this? And the body shows me where to go, and then we just reprogram it. So it's really, it's a very simple technique. I love the fact that we don't have to relive our traumas. We don't have to know what they are. And what happens in that technique, when we rewrote the energy, when we rewrote the energy, we're opening the channel for information to flow because it's like a river. You know, if you put a dam in a river, it's not going to go anywhere, but it has to flow. And when we have too much interference in our system, the energy has too much difficulty traveling, traversing, traversing that. So what happens when we have a trauma, for instance, uh, the information comes into the conscious mind, um, and then it goes from there into the subconscious mind where the memory banks say, what do we do in this situation? So if you had a bear in the room, you know, the subconscious would say, hmm, you know, you're in danger, your life is in danger, you need to run for your life. So it actually creates the chemistry in the body <clears throat> to support fight or flight. It, uh, you know, adrenaline rushes in, and because right now it doesn't matter how smart you are or how anything you are, you have to just run or that bear is going to get you. So in fight or flight, we don't digest food well. We cannot heal. Uh, we do not have access to our high brain centers and our logical mind. And that's fight or flight mode. And when that message comes into the conscious mind that the bear is gone, then you know the message goes back into the subconscious. And it's like you can go into rest and digest. The coast is clear. You're safe. Creates different chemistry in our physical body supporting rest and digest and when we're in that mode we have access to our high brain centers our logical mind our body heals our body digests food we, we're into you know we can rejuvenate and so it's really crucial when we have too many bears in the room for instance too many traumas um, it, it causes the system to go into overload and when it's in overload there's you know, imagine there's a trap door between the conscious and the subconscious mind, and it slams shut. And so when that door slams shut, uh, the last message that got through was emergency, run, or you will die. 
And when the bears are all gone and life gets better, um, the message can't get through that the coast is clear. So the body chemistry is keep it supporting emergency fight or flight, which will eventually lead, I mean, it's stress does this. It will eventually lead, lead to disease and dysfunction in the body. And so um, the best technique is tapping into the body and saying, what do we need to clear? And it opens that trap door. It's 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 kind of like having, you know, if you were to put glasses on that were as thick as Coke bottles, imagine the distorted view that you would have mm-hmm. of the world. And the and, and that's what happens when the energy is not flowing clearly and the message is not clear. So it's really important to get that energy flowing clearly and have that trap door open so that the truth can be seen. And and I've experienced that in my own life. I've had things clear that were in my subconscious that I didn't even know I had as an interference until they were gone. And I perceive life differently. It it feels like I've taken off those Coke bottle glasses and, wow, I'm seeing a world that I didn't know was there before. Right. Does that answer your question? Yes, yes. And that's the thing that I think is so important for the listeners to know is that if your life isn't, moving in the direction that you want it to be moving or if you're not living the life that you have dreamed of or everything just and even when I say that I can still feel a little bit of a constriction like you know oh dreams are like they're fairy tales get your head out of the clouds and it's like no there's a reason that we desire certain things in our life or to live our life a certain way um, or you know to be in the relationships or to have the job whatever it happens to be and and to know that 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 is available to you and when you're not on that path there's something that you can do to change that to allow that opening between the trap door and the uh, between the conscious mind and the subconscious mind because it can be it can be that thing where it's just it's your neighbor that's triggering you all of the time and you're not even recognizing that your neighbor happens to be the bear that puts you into fight or flight. So you're having a wonderful day. You come home, you see your neighbor, and all of a sudden your world just went to pot. And it's like, what is going on? Not even recognizing that this is, it's all taking place in the brain, and, and you immediately go into fight or flight, and you, now you're in this, in the chemistry of that, which is another thing. I, we need five hours, Susan, because the chemistry, because <laughs> when we know that, we get to control our chemistry. And I know you've heard this. Where people will say, you know, well, I'm just anxious. And then I just am always in the state not realizing, that person not realizing, you can change that state. You can change the, the actual chemistry that is flowing through your body from, from adrenaline and cortisol and epinephrine and norepinephrine to serotonin and dopamine and oxytocin and calming down the rest and, and digest. And we can do that. We don't have to wait for something outside of us for that to happen but having a best practitioner is a phenomenal way of of getting people there and maybe I, I want I think I want to ask you one more question about that along the lines of best because yes. I'm I'm brand new with this I'm just now studying um, to be a best uh, practitioner myself and it's just it, it's just so um, amazing to me what we can do so with with your clients, do you happen to have, um, is there a theme? Is there, do you notice that the majority of the people that you see are trying to make life choices and they just can't, or they, there's too much anxiety in their life or too much anger? Do you see a pattern or 
not so much? You know, it varies. Um, I would say, I would say no, because everybody's situation is different. But I will say that the pattern that I see is, I see how people's subconscious interference is distorting their view of life. And so, for instance, you talk about that neighbor that just gives you a charge every time. Um, we have lived in a world. We have lived in a world where um, y- you know we've been taught if that neighbor would just change, I would be fine. So we externalize it, and if we can shift that around and go, what is inside of me that is being triggered? You know, what is that neighbor showing me? Um, you know, so I, I think that's the common thread is the fact that. Uh, so I can see when somebody tells me a story, I can I can see how it got there, and I can see, you know, the benefit of removing some of that subconscious interference will, you know, will will make a difference. Yeah, yeah, right, yes. Oh, it's just it's it's amazing. I just love this. Now we're gonna we're gonna start winding this down, and so if this is gonna be um, too long of an answer. I'll, I'll switch my I'll switch my question, but but when you said this, it brought up the whole thing behind when we first started talking about what if, asking ourselves what if. Can you explain that to us and why that is so powerful? It's so powerful, uh, Nada, because if I look at that neighbor continually as the problem, nothing will change. If I go and say, what if the problem is in inside of me? What if the solution is inside of me? What if I go inside and see why does that trigger it? What, if I take it to the body and go inside, where do I feel it? Then, um, you know, and we've been taught to figure it out with our mind. But if our mind could do it, it would have done it a long time ago. If we go inside and just give ourselves permission to say, what if the answer is inside? We've already changed the energy field and the answer will come to us and the clarity will come. Um, and that what if is the biggest thing ever. And, you know, and I'm, even if you don't believe the subconscious mind drives the bus, again, what if it's true? Give yourself permission to at least consider the possibility because it will change your life. Right, absolutely. And I loved how you said that because you and I had a conversation a little bit earlier today. And that was exactly what you said. And it was so profound in the whole thing of just being able to say, you don't have to believe what I'm saying. Just allow the question of what if and allow it to prove itself to to you. And I was just like, really? Like I, I can even just kind of play a game with this whole entire thing and, and with the energy and, and the energy that's inside of me and the energy of my thoughts and my conscious and subconscious mind. And it's just, it's, it's just phenomenal. It's phenomenal. And we're going to run out of time. And so I'm going to ask you super quickly, if you would yes. be willing to come back and continue this conversation, because this half an hour was not enough time. I would love to. Thank you so much. I would love to. There's so much to talk about. There is. Awesome. So I'm so glad that you said yes to that. So in the meantime of that, I want the listeners to know that Susan has graciously, and like I said, um, I'm new to Susan, but I I know from the conversation and from the work she did with me, she is absolutely 100% the real deal. And you can tell from this conversation, you're just the real deal. So Susan is graciously offering a 30-minute complimentary consultation for anybody who's interested in finding out anything more um, about the energy codes or the energy work. 
And she can be reached at Susan at SusanEva.com. You could just send her an email, and I will have that information in the show notes. So if you're not able to write that down, all of Susan's contact information will be um, in the show notes. So no worries about that if you're driving and you can't write things down. So, Susan, we have so much more to talk about. So I'm going to wrap this one up, and and thank you for being here and and sharing your wisdom and your work um, and your 20 years of experience and life experience (laughs) that got you to here. I am grateful, and I can't wait to pick the conversation up with you again. Thank you so very much for being here. My pleasure. I'm excited as well. Thank you so much, Nada. Mm, Absolutely. And to all of the listeners, thank you so much for being here with us today. And again, Susan's information will be in the show notes. Have a wonderful rest of your day and a beautiful week. And we will be back next week with more information with Susan Eva. Bye-bye for now. Thank you for spending time with us today. Please go to nadahogan.com for show notes and other information you can use right away. If you like what you heard here, please subscribe to our show. And don't forget to rate and review right there on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you get your shows. And don't forget to tell your friends about it. We'll see you next week.